Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 30A Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 30acottages.com. All right, good morning, everybody. We have made a trek west, and I had to chase down one of our local legend musicians here on 30A and the, basically the Emerald Coast and Southeast. And uh, we're fortunate to be waking up with Donnie Sundle this morning. Good and, morning. Uh, I think I just woke you up in the studio. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so I, you're, was, I was at work already, but it's only been maybe, you know, 20 minutes. That's cool. Uh, we're out here at the Emerald Grand and uh, just kind of enjoying a nice morning here on the Emerald Coast. Neptone Studios uh, and recording is located right here in the heart of Destin, but you wouldn't know it. No, yeah, we don't have a sign or anything. You don't, have, yeah. So, yeah. so if people find Neptone, it's online. You got to go there first, right? Yeah, or word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's a, it's an awesome studio, and we're going to talk about the studio and capabilities and all that stuff in a minute. But where are you originally from, Donnie? Rockford, Illinois. Rockford, Illinois, and uh, that's yeah. where the music started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So where where did uh, what what clicked for you? What was the instrument that just clicked? I know the answer. I think anybody around here knows the answer. But uh, well, it, yeah, you know, um, I started off uh, playing piano. Um, I didn't really get started till I was about fourteen. But um, I always also kind of sang. But uh, you know, my mom played guitar and sang, and I just thought everybody sang a little bit, you know. So, but uh, yeah, I, I uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I got introduced to the piano through him, and uh, it just clicked, and you know. So I guess like about about fourteen, right around high school age. And you chose uh, choir over ROTC. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, basically, I got um, got to high school, realized that I hadn't chosen any of my electives yet, and so there was only two left, and it was ROTC or choir. So begrudgingly, I got into choir, and pretty much sat there silent and uh, refused to participate because I was way too cool to be in choir. Um, and I, there was another guy who sat next to me and did the exact same thing, and, and I, I kind of knew him from around my neighborhood, but um, we both sat there and didn't really even talk or sing or do anything. And, um, but he, um, over time, I ended up realizing that he played a little bit of piano, and, and he started to show me some things while we were skipping out of choir in the back room on piano, and... From there, I just kind of got obsessed with uh, with the piano. I already was was singing a bit, not in choir, of course, but you know, just at home in the closet or something, you know, shower, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, so then, you know, from us playing playing piano, I, I you know, he started giving me little piano lessons, and we finally broke down and started singing in choir, and, and you know, people were like, "Oh, you guys can sing." And uh, who would know? So we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know, and we didn't, you know, really care still. But we, but we participated a little more in choir. And anyhow, that's that's kind of um, when I started playing piano. All right. So at that time, you got the piano kind of rocking. What was your first piano? You um, my first one was um, like an organ, like you would find in the mall. You know, when, you you remember yeah. they used to have the Lowry organs or whatever. I think it was. Uh, what brand was it? It was it was a I think it was a Wurlitzer organ though, okay. um, and you know it's just one that had all kinds of crazy sounds on it, you know. Um, and I I didn't really mess with it. I actually I think I 
got it more like when I was like around 12, but I didn't really mess with it. it was, so it was at home when I met the guy who kind of got me back into it. And so I was able to go home and kind of mess around on it. And it, it sat there collecting dust for a couple of years before that. But anyway. So at, at that time in Illinois, who, who were your musical influences? When you were playing piano, you were like, yeah, man, this makes sense. I want to go down that road. Um, well, you know, just anything that was on the radio, you know, at the time, um, I always kind of had two, I always had two little musical bands. So from the time I started playing, it, it, it was only about six months before I was playing in bands and, and, uh, you know, at least playing well enough to just accompany myself or what have you, you know, and I always had kind of like, a, um, what was going on at the time, which was like, you know, pop rock you know kind of stuff um but then i also always had a band that was kind of playing like soul music it's like with a a friend of mine who was a saxophone player and then i was playing the bass line because we didn't have a bass player and you know just singing like you know stevie wonder type stuff mm -hmm. and bill withers and things like that so I, I and then you know then the other band is 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 more about playing like you know 80s rock or something you know <laughs> That cut is like the other band that you're like you masquerade in, right? So you started that road, and now you're in a bunch of different bands all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> variety is fun, you know. Variety is fun. You guys moved and down here in '94. Yeah, and we uh, did. did you go to high school locally? Uh, no, no, I I went to high school in Illinois. Illinois, okay. yeah, and then okay. from from there, um, I just made you sound young. You're, I, I know, I, yeah, I, you're young. I know. I see what you you're tried younger. to do there, yeah. but I I couldn't go with you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. From um, from Rockford, I moved to Boston okay. and went to school there for a couple of years, and then then Atlanta for a couple of years, and then here. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so '94, you get down here and you start doing music in uh, areas like New Orleans, and uh, that's a that's a good interstate for you going back and forth to New Orleans, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I love New Orleans. It's like a second home, and uh, yeah. Tell me about the some of the uh, the people that you're playing with. I mean, obviously, Big D is the the big one. The name that everybody knows and uh yeah it's, it's just as big over here but probably bigger in new orleans oh yeah yeah everybody loves big d he's he's just one of the one of the greatest musicians and and even in new orleans which is is full of amazing musicians as everyone knows the whole town is based around music you know he's he's the sought after guy up there you know um so fortunate uh that that we were able to to link up and and put buku groove together and it's a lot of fun we use you know, all different drummers, and, you know, they're all really awesome. Yeah. Um, the one who plays on the record, Jimmy Hill from Jacksonville, we love him, but a host of other great drummers from New Orleans, you know. Um, and uh, we just hadn't found that third person to settle yet, yeah. you know, because they, um, you know, they don't live here. We'd have to bring them in. So right now it's just easier when we travel, you know, to to use somebody you know especially since we go to new orleans so much and there's so many great drummers yeah you know to use somebody from there you know that's cool where do you like playing over in new orleans um we play at the maple leaf a lot mm -hmm. um but I, I, all the venues are are really fun there frenchman street is is fun dba over there um you know tipitina's is great yeah um um Wherever What's the, the, one of the coolest ones is is One Eye Jacks. I think it's yeah. more like a theater. I like that one. But anyway, Howlin' Wolf is good over there. Yeah, the Howlin' Wolf is great. Yeah, you know, 
anywhere good in, in New Orleans. They'll just put a stage on a street and it's good. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more the it's more the, the the vibe, you know, the people are, are ready to hear music there twenty four seven. Stage and a guitar, drummer, harmonica. Yeah, you know the whole trombone, the whole town good. was built around that, you know. It's just part it's in it's ingrained in everything there. Yeah, and you play a ton around here. Uh, I asked you uh, earlier, how many shows do you think you play in a month in season here? Oh, you know, we probably play not not that much, maybe like four times a week on average, yeah. you know, um, because we try to balance it out and, you know, do the studio and still travel a lot. So, you know, you can't do doubles when you're, you know, a couple of the days you're out of town or whatever. So... I used to do a lot more, you know, like take the the beach gigs and play twelve times a week or whatever. But um, yeah, four four or five times probably at the most in the in the high season. And right now, just a couple times a week. Yeah, you guys played uh, Bourbon Beer and Butts with uh, Eric Lindell a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, that was kind of cool. See, so slide up on stage and uh, hold oh, it yeah. down at Alice Beach. Tell me about that. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, that that was fun. Um, yeah, you know, last year we did that with uh, um, Dread Clampett and Sam Bush. You know, so they just every year they you know they throw a big party and and get somebody cool to play out there. Um, I've you know it was actually through I've you know played with Eric over the years quite a bit and um, he was the one that I originally went down to New Orleans to play with and kind of how I ended up meeting Big D. Right. Um, the, we, the drummer in his band at the time introduced me to, to Big D, and that's how we started Buku Groove. So, so yeah, you know, all the way through Jazz Fest and stuff, I'll be um, doing a bunch of gigs, you know, around our Buku Groove schedule with Eric, you know. Very which cool. Which is a blast. You know? Oh, yeah, Eric's awesome. And uh, Jazz yeah. Fest looks like a great lineup this year. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And what... The best thing I like about Jazz Fest, the, the fest is great, but the um, the clubs are even more fun. You know, they've got music going to like 6 a.m., usually in like hour-long shifts, you know, or yeah. an hour or two, you know, the bands will play and they'll just rotate out and everybody's jamming with everybody. It's really, really awesome. You don't have to have tickets to Jazz Fest to have a good time at Jazz Fest. <laughs> you yeah. You go can downtown. You can totally skip. In fact, you know, I usually can, you know can get in for free and still don't go half the time you know <laughs> right. except on the day that i'm playing or whatever you know because um, i just you know i i like the i like to watch music in a club where you can kind of yeah. get up close you know we thank emerald grand for the studios we're out in front of starbucks uh, yeah the destin harbor today we did not do the show in the studio which may have been more acoustically correct <laughs> uh, neptone is here in destin and uh it's it's a very nice studio we're going to talk about that in a minute but let's talk about your you have a new album that's uh being worked on right now yeah we sure do yeah um finally got to work um probably like a couple months ago we started recording and um jimmy came down and um we uh got about seven tunes in and so about 14 minutes long each <laughs> yeah right no we keep doing the record version's got to be a little tightier we only do about nine minutes it's not on the, the record. it's not the two and a half hour jam album that you should put out yeah i know oh i know we'll we'll, we'll do that one next for sure i'm um, in i'm in but but yeah we you know we need to get up to probably about 12 songs so we need to schedule another session and knock out about five more so i around you know all the other stuff that we're doing you know it's probably going to take two or three more months but cool if you we'll, wanted to we'll write a to. jingle for 38 radio you could put that on 
the Yo, album. That'd let's be cool. Do it. We'll have to collaborate, though. <laughs> you know, I'm not singing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, thank At you. least backups. <laughs> no, that's good. So let's uh, let's maybe spin a song if you'll let us. Cool. All right. Well, let's do it. It's Donnie Sundle. He's on Dawn Patrol. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna talk local music scene here on 30A and the studios. Thanks, Donnie. Thank you. take you to mix an album well mixing is kind of a uh just the mixing isn't necessarily that much time but usually i'm mixing and fixing all at the same time so you know 
you kind of like mixing and editing and cleaning stuff up. You know, I do that all at the same time. So it can kind of be a long process. But if you you're just straight, if you're if everything is already played the way it needs to be played and, and edited and everything's the performance is already there, then the mixing probably a day. Uh, you know, like you need to spend four or five hours and then go home and listen to it the next morning and then fix everything that's wrong with it. So, yeah. you know, really, you know, you kind of almost have to have two days per song in, in a way. You know? let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, so you're recording music at Neptune all the time. Yeah. Uh, you've, you've done majority or all of your albums there? Um, yeah. I mean, I did my solo record, um, although I did record half of that also in New York. With okay. Everybody up there. Um, but, yeah, and then... The Buku Groove record, and then this new one is okay. all you know, all being recorded here. How many times? How many times did you play a song? Or it was a one take. You're like, well, that was it. <laughs> um, uh, never, never. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes even when it, it's it gets obsessive in there. So sometimes even when uh, it's a pretty good take, you know, I'll just play it until I have it almost perfect, so I don't have to mess with it. You know, yeah. So. Sometimes I probably could fix, I, you know, could edit it and fix the little mistakes in, in much less time than just, like, recording it over and over again. But I, I don't know. I, something about that. So I do use the editing, you know, when I need to. But, but uh, sometimes I'll take, like, way too many takes of something. And, you know, but, yeah, in general, like, you know, the, a, a good way to do it is to take maybe, like, on a vocal, take, like, three takes of it. Yeah. And then go through and pick out the best out of those three takes and you can kind of build a super take out of that. Yeah, a super know? take. I like that. And then if there's anything wrong with that, then you can still go in and, and mess with it. But, uh, but yeah. It's going to be your baby for a long time. You want it to be nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, unfortunately, I have the luxury of spending time. If I, you know. You can't put I, another quarter in if it. I was <laughs> on, if I was on the clock, I would probably be doing it totally differently. But that's right. probably the reason why I got into recording in the first place. That's why I got a home studio so that I could go there on my own time and you know yeah. it's it's an amazingly time consuming process because you know everything is under a microscope when you're when you listen and and the music that we listen to nowadays is is you know they fix everything in it you know especially like if you're listening to pop music all of that stuff there's a team of scientists working on that music and yeah. you know so our ears have been tuned to to music being kind of a little bit on the perfect side which is boring to yeah. a certain extent. So you want to strike a balance between like real music and and using the tools because there are some great tools to to clean the music up. Sure. But not making it so clean that it's you know, in my opinion anyway, it, it depends on what style you're doing. If you're doing a pop record, man, make it as clean as as you possibly can. You know? Sure. But uh, anyway. So you've got a wife and kids. Yes, and absolutely. Uh, let's let's talk. Uh, let's try and uh, bring some life into the interview here. Yeah, uh, on an album, when you're trying to clean it up, like you said, uh, it's amazing that you can hear pretty much a pin drop or something that you don't like, and you try and fix it. Oh yeah. Uh, do you find it uh, Im impossible to understand that you did not hear your wife tell you to take out the garbage? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she wanted. She wonders how how I can have that dichotomy going on, of yeah, being yeah. able to listen so intently at some things and other things just completely yeah, flying. I figure that's the life of a man, though. Right? Oh yeah, it's funny. Let's talk about the studio, uh, where it is. It's here in the heart of Destin. We're kind of right across the street from it at Emerald Grand at Harbor Walk Village. 
how long has the studio been in Destin? I think it's been about seven years now. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around seven years. So um, you guys actually are bigger recently than it has been. You guys have a much bigger facility now. Uh, it's all Neptune. It used to be uh, some leased out uh, area. Is that correct? And now you've got the whole place to yourself. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and, and the other side, actually, Big D is inhabiting it. And, nice. And uh, he's calling it um, Pulse. Okay. Pulse recording and bringing people in from New Orleans. So, okay, cool. So, yeah, the... Um, yeah, two studios under one roof. It's really cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Tell, tell me about what it takes for a band uh, to come down here to Destin and record with you. I mean, it's uh, how long how long do bands come down and record with you? Well, you know, every project is different, um, but um, they have the option to, you know, there's a, a little apartment back there, um, and, you know, you can come in and, and stay as long as you need to. Uh, but, yeah, in general, you know, no one... Not too many people are able to just block a month off of the calendar and just, you know, knock it out. So usually, right. you know, people come in for three or four days and then take it back to wherever they're going. And, you know, they may just track it here and then take it back and finish it somewhere else. But, I mean, a lot, you know, and then some of the people that actually live here, they, they're able to just come in. You know, sometimes we have some people that just come in once a week. Yeah. And, you know, it might take six months or a year to get the record done, but it's perfect around their schedule because they can still play, you know, and it doesn't get in the way. Even, you know, getting a band together and getting five people to show up in one place, even one time a week, is, is <laughs> yeah. can be an undertaking, you know? Totally. So it's, it all depends. You know, some people come in and knock it all out. Or they go crazy and, like, rent the studio out and stay up all night. And, and then some people will do it in, you know three or four hour chunks once a week over the course of, you know, a year, year wow. and a half, you know? Yeah. So tell me about some of the they's that have been there with you that you've had recording. I mean, you've had some, oh, you've had um, some good bands come through. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, all, almost everybody, um, you know, locally here that, that, uh, wants to record is stopped through, you know, right now we're working with Danica and Ben, you know, Shotzi mm -hmm. and the string boffin. Um, yeah. I love that name. Yeah. Best name on 38. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> It's awesome, you know. I've, you know, of course, Danica played solo, for, you know, for years, and then she added Ben, and was like, you know, so I knew, of course, I knew him as Danica, and, right, and Ben. And so ben. I didn't realize until I, you know, until I looked at the schedule one day that they, that they had um, made a new name, which is nice. a great one. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, uh, you've had Junior Marvin. Yeah, yeah, Junior Marvin. Um, yeah, he, he came in. Um, as you know, you know, we did a tour. Um, played a bunch of places around here and had a good time and we uh you know recorded uh he recorded on our last record uh, at you know did some overdubbing but he and i wrote a song called can't see around corners which i should get that one to you too That'd be awesome, i'll, I'll let, let you play that because we haven't really you know put that one out there much but uh so he came down with his band and his band and and me and big d all collaborated on this song can't see around corners um yeah um but yeah, um, Eric Lindell, yeah, he came, uh, brought his band. We, we've done a few records over there. Um, recently, he came in with a guy named Steve Berlin, who's the um, producer and sax player in, in the band Los Lobos, mm -hmm. and produces a bunch of other bands, uh, Leftover Salmon and Buckwheat Zydeco and a bunch of, you know, great. And we, we just did a couple songs, um, so, you know, be looking for those. Um, awesome. So I'll give you my uh, cell phone number and... 
you know, without saying names that show up, uh, just text me and say, get over here now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. But, and then, uh, yeah, and then you can broadcast it on the radio, and we can have a big old party over there. Yeah, let's have a party. That's what the studio is really to. for. <laughs> that would be fun. It'll be we, good. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so tell me about the studio itself. Uh, you've got a, capabilities uh, are kind of endless in there, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, we... Um, we have everything in there that you need, you know, all the mics and, and all the instruments. And, and we recently got a Quad 8 vintage uh, mixing console. Um, you got to see it. Circa 1970. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's a beautiful I'll put, I'll orange it. it's awesome. monster. Um, and it's just got a, you know, a big fat analog sound. You know, yeah. we, we've got a, a, a tape deck in there, uh, you know, 24 track, two inch tape deck. Um, we, you know, that nowadays, with you know with pro tools and everything tracks are unlimited of course um it's you know so we got a big room uh with a bunch of of course great you know keyboards pianos organs Wurlitzers, roads you know everything you could imagine uh and and all the space that you need to kind of set everybody up and play live um so yeah it's 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 an awesome it's an awesome place and i'd like to send a very big uh thank you and shout out to mike and gail kent who are my business partners over there and uh, the ones who are responsible for uh, um, helping so much music happen out here behind the scenes. You know, they just stay behind the scenes. And, and uh, if it wasn't for them, we definitely wouldn't have a facility like that here. It's a, so, you know, it's a labor of love for, for all of us. And it's, yeah. a, it's a real blessing. So know. tell me about your venues you play on 30A. What's the spring and summer look like for you? Well, um, you know, we play out at Pandora's quite a bit. Um, that's, I, I guess, that's our that's our main 38 place because you know we're usually playing as the band, right? You know, and um, I'm not really doing that much solo stuff, so that's one of the you know the only band you know venues that's that's not you know just house bands, you right? Know, that's traveling uh, bands or whatever. So and Brandon's pretty tolerable. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you gotta love Brandon. Yeah. He's the man. Yeah, that's cool. So Pandora's, uh, we can catch you there. Watch. Uh, what about your Buku Groove? You have a website people can go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you just search Buku Groove, I think uh, the Reverb Nation schedule will come up. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, we. Um, but you, let's see. This this week we're doing Art in the Park. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's thirty eight thing, right? Yeah. Um, so that's Saturday. I'm thinking like two o'clock, okay. something like that. And that's that's a Buku thing. Uh, and uh, you know, then I. Um, after that, we're uh, both D and I are going to New Orleans. He's playing with, who's he playing with? Chris Royal um, okay. this this Friday, and I'm playing with Eric. Awesome, and uh, yeah. Well, cool. We we really appreciate it. Let's uh, let's say Donnie has a night off, and uh, it's date night, and there's bands playing out on 30A. What are the three bands that you're going to go catch on 30A that are just local bands that you just like hearing? Well, you know. If my wife will ever let me go see a band, I'm just kidding, Jen. <laughs> just kidding. She actually is the one trying to get me to do it because you know, I I love to go see music, but between playing it and being in the studio all the time, I'm the worst at being like, I really want to go see them, but let's right. go let's go see a movie because I hate music right now. I've been <laughs> listening to it too much. But no, um, I you know I, I hate to make a list and leave 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 other people you know out. What I mean? Sure, um, but you know. We we have so many great bands, you know, um, and they're they're all friends and 
some of them come into the studio and record. So you can pretty much go, you know, just about anywhere and, and find somebody great. How's yeah. that for a cop out? That's really good. <laughs> Politically correct, Donnie. Donnie Sundle. That was well well answered. Uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing you out on 30A. Uh, just make sure you high five me when I'm walking by. Oh yeah, it, you know it, it ups it ups my street cred. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Donnie <laughs> Sundle on Don Patrol. And I'll send that uh, that can't see around corners one too. That'd be great. Donnie Sundle, thanks, buddy. I'll send all the misfit songs that don't have a, an album home right now that need to be played somewhere on the planet. Uh, I'll play them, and uh, you just signed up to be our new music consultant. Thank you, Donnie Sundle. <laughs> music consultant. All right, music cool. consultant. That's all right, pretty cool. funny. Thanks. Thanks, Donnie. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. Mm-hmm.